on the 162nd episode of the Fantasy Lens Podcast, John and I go into players who we think could be buy low or sell high candidates after week two. We go over the top games of week three, and as always, we'll give you our boys of the week. Let's start the show. Welcome to Fantasy Lens. As we begin week three, a bunch of exciting games in week two. Just football's back and it's better than ever. Uh, Jets got a win, which is always exciting to see. They probably had the second most improbable win of the week, which is pretty impressive considering that it, they were down 13 with two minutes left. I don't know. I think that had to be the most improbable considering. All right, most improbable. Before that, it was like. What two thousand teams plus like had that thirteen or more points up with like a minute and a half left, and they all won. The Browns are the first team in like two thousand teams to lose. Pretty insane. But you're right; there were multiple teams. It's insane that they just won, but it had to be the Browns to lose. I mean, that sounds about right for Browns fans and Browns, and you know their team, their organization as a whole. Um, yeah, it sort of sucks for them, but you know, what are you gonna do? Fuck them. That's what I said. <laughs> Poor Browns and their fans. But, uh, yeah. Some exciting, let's see, what else? We had Dolphins and Ravens, obviously. Tua goes crazy throwing deep bombs to to Waddle and Tyreek Hill, who went tit for tat and being the, uh, the best receiver down there. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, it looked like that was going to be a blowout. And, what, six total touchdowns, six touchdown passes by Tua. Absolute. I mean, that game was ridiculous. But I think you might be right. The most improbable comeback, I think, was the Jets. But the fact that the Cardinals were down twenty to nothing, and the Raiders mm-hmm. fans were celebrating in the stands when they were up like twenty three to seven, and Popping bottles. Wow, what a comeback! Not only did you have to score that touchdown, get that nasty two point conversion at the back of the end zone, and then Renfro, man, whoo. Yeah, that sucks. That's a not a way to win, not a way to. I mean, not a way, not a way to lose. An amazing way to win. Also, Kyler Murray ran like two hundred yards on those two two point conversions combined. Yeah, well, one it was like eighty nine yards he ran or yeah. something like that. I saw absolutely nuts. Um, yeah, week two has been just as exciting as week one. Football season is killing it so far. Fo- Listen, football's been great. Fantasy has been great. 2-0 in two leagues. 1-1 one one in another league. Yeah. I, I got the same same situation here. Around. Same situation in my league. 2-0. In uh, my big money league, 2-0. Although my team is all smoke and mirrors in that league. Uh, but you know what? Win is win. I'll take the 2-0. And, and uh, in uh, our co-host who is not with us today, he is uh, doing, I don't know, where is he? He said he's going to Nashville or something like that? Yeah, bachelor party. Bachelor party in Nashville. Um, so he cannot be joining us. I mean, in his getting his in... getting his basic white girl on <laughs> in Nashville. Yeah, what a what a what a, what a very basic bachelor party for uh, for a couple of dudes. But whatever, man. If you like country music and beer, that's the place to be. Are they going to are they, are they going to a Titans game? Like they're not playing. Like that. That's not like that's that'd be the reason why they go to. 
to Nashville, right? Like, go to a Titans game. Um, I mean, Titans are playing in Nashville. That'd be... I don't know if you want to see them right now, but no, but why not? I mean, you know, when in when in Rome, you know, how often do you get a chance to go to other other team stadiums? You know, I would I would take advantage, but it's not sure. my bachelor party, nor was I invited. So, yeah, it's kind of a dick move that we weren't invited. Yeah, right. <laughs> Anyways, going. Let's speaking more about dick moves. Let's talk about Mike Evans suspended for a week. He's coming out of nowhere, shoving Marshawn Lattimore. Look, Marshawn Lattimore has owned him for I don't know the past four or five years, and what Lattimore was jawing at Brady and Mike Evans, of course, had to come in as he was walking off the field to to get his cheap shot in. Classic Mike Evans. But yeah, mm-hmm. now fantasy owners are going to be uh, down Evans in uh, in week three, which is sort of crazy considering Godwin's still hurt. Might mm-hmm. you know probably not play. Julio didn't play last week. Gage is hurt. They had to sign Cole Beasley. Um, the receiver situation in uh, in Tampa is not looking so great. I so. guess I just kind of assumed Cole Beasley was going to be was on a team. I forgot <laughs> that he wasn't. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was just waiting, biding his time, and uh, looks like he got a decent shot to. I mean, it's going to be tough to learn and get in immediately, but. It's, they need know, him. They need him. Yeah, absolutely. They need him. Oh, yeah. So they do have Brashad Perryman. They have I would a, say they still have Brashad Perryman. They do have Perryman, yeah. I believe he was the one who scored the touchdown first New Orleans, uh, the lone offensive touchdown. That game was some bullshit, by the way. There was a lot of shitty calls. Um, that was a real bad against, game. Against the Saints. But it was it was a bad offensive game all around. Good defensive game, I guess I should say. Um... Man, uh, we shit. I mean, the Vikings went from looking really good to really shit. Um, well, that's just because they, it was Monday night Monday football. Night. I know, I know. Uh, Kirk Cousins can't do anything Monday night. Classic Kirk. Um, but the Eagles look ridiculous. And as I mentioned before the season started, that Jalen Hurts had an opportunity to set the you know set the the, the stage early for him to look good because of the games he had and. He has absolutely done it. Philly fans are loving him right now. He's looking fantastic in fantasy. He's making players around him look good. So, I mean, that, that Eagles team looks ridiculous right now. I mean, I'm pretty sure we all had him, but I definitely had him, I think, top four. Oh, I love A lot higher, a I lot love higher than a bunch of uh, other websites had him ranked. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I was all in on Jalen Hurts. I tried to get him in as many teams as I could. Um just you know, from a fantasy perspective, he's—I mean, yeah, I'm from a regular perspective now. He's looking really good in the first two games, but man, those, those, that last—the last running touchdown he had, where he just like barreled like three uh, defenders and did a little spin to get in was nasty. Yeah, uh, if you're if you're those defenders, you just gotta feel real embarrassed about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, sad thing: Trey Lance injured for the year, broken ankle. Uh, that sucks, but you know, 49ers are probably putting a better position right now to make the playoffs. That's why, you know. I mean, Jimmy G looked pretty good coming back in. And and I, honestly, I think for Debo Samuel owners, that looks perfect. Jimmy Garoppolo coming back, I think that's perfect for Debo Samuel. Now, if you have more of a you know a traditional quarterback, and I think they're going to do more with him, and he'll be able to get the ball more. 
uh, downfield. So yeah, I, I mean, obviously not relevant most weeks in one quarterback leagues, but definitely two quarterback leagues. Oh yeah, it's a he's an instant starter. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, what else? Anything else from week two? Catch your eye. I mean, a bunch of things. Uh, I really, I feel like I can get into like into our buy and sell because I want to like yeah. talk about them. Do so you want to do that now? Yeah. Or you want to do want to roll into week two or roll into week no, three? Let's do uh, let's do buy sell. All right, let's uh, do it. Let's go. Um, I was going off of guys that had uh, a bunch of Twitter questions. Twitter questions on last week. Uh, Curtis Samuel. Oh, I said that a bunch of them. I was like, I don't trust them yet. They were like, Do I play him? Like James Robinson? Like it was like Samuel or, or whatever. Like. Similar, similar wide receiver. I said play whatever this other running back. I think even like someone said like Michael Carter is probably safer bet. I mean he did fine, but Curtis Samuel I think he's got touchdowns in two straight weeks. Looks to be very involved in the uh, commies offense. Uh, Carson Wentz is spreading around in true commie fashion, um, getting a bunch of yards. I just I don't know if this is going to continue. I think this is a it's kind of sell high on him. It's just I don't think Curtis Samuel's ever really been this type of guy. I mean, he had the season a couple, of, you know, what years ago when right before, uh, you know, last year in Carolina, where he just sort of went off and became, you know, Mister Touchdown was all over the yeah. field. Uh, got traded or then get traded, I should say. He went to Washington, got hurt, barely played yeah. last year. So I mean, I would trade him. I mean, I like I. I I don't know how much I could trust Washington, like every week, going forward as an offense to support all you know McLaurin and Dotson and Samuel and Thomas and when Brian Robinson comes back and all and McKissick and all the players. Uh, so yeah, I mean I think the value right now is probably going to be the highest for Curtis Samuel. You're right. I, I would try and sell him. Uh, you know, maybe get yourself a running back or tight ends are really tough to yeah. come by. So, or better question instead of buying low or selling high, do you buy him for the rest of the year, like continuing on this level, or are you saying this oh, is bad as as good as it's going to get? No, I, I don't think you're going to get much better than that. I think it's going to it. He's not the kind of guy that's going to keep this production in this offense. I just don't think I don't, I don't think it's sustainable. You know? Yeah. Well, I hope not too, because he's going to make me look foolish. Because I just don't trust him. So anytime anyone questions up, like Curtis Samuel or Whoever, no, I'm man. going the other person. You got you to you 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 take a stand, and you live and you die on that hill. Okay, I'm I'm doing it with Gabe Davis. You know there. No amount no amount of evidence can uh, can sway me. Exactly. No, uh, I'm no, dug in. Just exactly to die on the hill if you have to. Although your Gabe Davis digging is really dumb. No, it's not. I mean, he got zero points last week. I know he was injured, but I'm just saying zero uh, points. So I mean, that's fair. <laughs> All right. What have your buy sell guys? Um, I am looking at what about I've been hearing this. I mean, I've been seeing it a lot, but people are really concerned about Kyle Pitts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary, I mean, I don't. It's not really Mariota's fault. I don't not fully, but he's not getting a lot of like routes and targets and like it's. Look. I saw that where on passing down or passing plays last year. Kyle Pitts was in like whatever, a a bunch, hundreds, obviously. 
he stayed in the block like 10 times on like 75 passing plays where he's been in this year he stayed in the block 16 times already that's insane like for a guy who had a thousand yards receiving as a, as a rookie on an offense that was trash yeah. he, he was he's drafted to catch the ball he is a receiving tight a tight end he's basically a wide receiver pretty you know, much acting as a tight end and you're, you're keeping him in the block like don't you have other tight ends you can be keeping in the block right apparently not come on it's really bad so i mean what do you what, for the rest of the year do you think it gets any better do you think this people drafting him as tight end three do you think that's I mean, there's not really a bunch of uh, wiggle room in tight ends. Like, if you drafted a guy that high, you're you're locked into that just because that's pretty much all there is. Um, I mean, it can't get much worse for him, so it can only get better. I mean, you hope. I mean, like, so. But is like a thousand yard season out of the out of the question now? Anything to last year? It's tough, and I mean the touchdown. He only had one touchdown last year, right? I think it was something like that, like something real stupid. Something low, yeah. And uh, I mean, it, I hope it gets better. But let's say this week, would you are you playing Logan Thomas over Kyle Pitts, who's looking? Nah, I'm still going Pitts. Still going Pitts, even though Thomas has outscored him in both weeks. <laughs> That's another Washington I mean, uh, pass catcher. If you go, if you go, Pitts on three. As, as tight end three, you're playing him until it really is obvious that so, whatever reason it's not going to work. All right. I mean, you're right. I mean, tight ends have been real, real down this year. I mean, this is this might be the worst I've seen tight ends all like in in the right to the past like seven eight years. Yeah, I mean, there's a. I feel like there's more middle guys now. Like Dallas Goddard, good solid middle guy. Um, I wouldn't even say there's a lot of middle guys. I would say there's like, like one or two. There's, there's like two elite, and then there's like a few middle guys. Well, plus you know Kittle hasn't played yet, right? Um, Schultz is hurt. Command is doing yeah. nothing. Jazeki fell off. Uh, Dawson Maybe Knox is whatever. And yeah, he had the four for forty and like a touchdown. But like that's true. Really, I mean, a bunch of week one like they did nothing. But like Tyler Higby, Dawson Knox did good. Like, they got, like, 50 yards, which, whatever. Like, in tight ends, if you get 50 yards and a touchdown, that's that's as good as you're going to get. I just feel like tight end at some point were shaping up to be, like, lower, you know, like, they could be, like, the best ones could be wide receiver twos, wide receiver threes. And now it's just, like, if you get seven points out of your tight end, you're like, I had a good week. You know, like, Gerald Everett was, like, what, he had, like, 13 points in, in, uh, in PPR. Percent. And it was, like... Great, Tyler Conklin. Like, what? This is awful. Like, I don't know. I guess it's so yeah. bad. I guess I mean, you. Ha- I guess you have to keep. Running. Some people are, are down very bad for tight ends, where they're just streaming any tight end that catches a pass. Like, oh, this maybe this guy, this guy will catch on. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like that because I have Schultz in the uh, in a couple leagues, and he's not going to play this week most likely. So I'm I'm just going to find whoever fucking is available, and uh, but yeah, you know what. Now that I'm, you know, going through all of this, I'm like, yeah, you have to stick with Pitts because he is the most, like, he's talented enough that you can't go away from him yet. I just talked myself into into buying Pitts. I, if someone's selling, yeah. if someone's selling him, I think I actually maybe you might be you might be able to get him on on a, on a on a cheap on the cheap. I mean, if someone if someone's that frustrated with him already, obviously go for it. Yeah, and I talked myself into it. <laughs> okay. All right. 
I mean, I think this this one's going to be a very obvious one, but I got a lot of Twitter questions about this, and I said everyone else like you have to play him. Rashad Bateman, people are still asking. Oh yeah, do you play Rashad Bateman? He's a every wide receiver too at this point. I mean, he Spencer looks good. Lemon. He looks good. Um, made made a really nice catch and run uh, touchdown last week, and uh, mm-hmm. that offense is going to be putting up points. Very good. They're going to be putting up yeah. points. So. And Look, he's gonna be doing it. Yeah, and he, yeah, he's the, he's their best wide receiver, you know, besides Mark Andrews, who's you know a different style of wide receiver. Yeah. You know? But um, yeah, I mean, this is like a Lamar Jackson. Like every game, he's like, "Well, my dollar, my dollar amount just went up. Uh, I'm gonna play, you know, big old fu to the the Ravens and pretty much." Yeah, uh, he might be he might be putting up the second best contract year season of all time next to Aaron Judge. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. Right? Fucking the Yankees. Oh, they're probably not going to have them next year. I have a feeling. But anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah. Bateman is the man. Uh, he, he's... I think they... Uh, the Ravens made the right move by getting rid of Marquise Brown. Right? Like... Yeah. They made the right move. And I mean... They kind of had to, but... And once they get a running game that's not Lamar Jackson, when Dobbins is back and like full go, I think that's gonna make the receiving game even better for uh, for Bateman hope, and I, Duvernay. I hope so because I targeted Bateman and tried to get him in every league, but only got him two out of three. The all right. So next one: Are we buying or selling the Jet skill players? Because as a Jet fan, I was not high on them at all. I'm I'm a little upset about the um. Well, well, what sucks is do you have Flacco? Being the quarterback now, what Wilson coming back? What week four, week five, right? Bro, oh, I don't know what is going on with Wilson because they said that he he would be back for week one. Well, now they and have, like, and then they're like, eh, maybe week one. They're and doing like, you know what? week four. They're doing like intense seven on seven drills with him now. I was, I was, uh, I was uh, hearing. So I'm thinking <clears throat> week four, week five is going to be Zach Wilson's yeah. return. So the question is like. Are the players who are rolling well with Flacco, are they going to roll well with Wilson? You know, like how you have, uh, you know, Elijah Moore is not doing anything with Flacco. So does that change? I mean, he's been fine. Not really. I mean, this past week was pretty trash. And even the week, I mean, he had like an okay game week one, right? This week wasn't good. Um, Does that change when Wilson comes back? Because at the end of last year, Elijah Moore started looking really good with Wilson. Right, so um, you have oh, okay. Right, it was pretty bad. <clears throat> yeah, forty yards and forty-nine yards. So you know, Garrett Wilson looks okay. Like, I mean, it looks pretty solid for a rookie. Michael Carter is looking way better than expected um, for a guy who's getting drafted way beyond Brees Hall. Brees Hall looks electric too when he has the opportunities. But yeah, I mean, they, I mean, both their running backs look really good. Uh, them and the Lions have surprisingly good offensive lines where like the running backs don't really have to do much to get past three yards every time the hope is you know that you want to get them more work so like you want to be able to see both of them flourish enough like a like a chub and a, a hunt can you know and I, mm-hmm. I feel like right now you they're not at that level but you know looking good i mean i i think people in the last half of the year are going to be very excited about having hall and I think he, to a lesser extent, Michael Carter. I think Hall at some point overtakes him for, you know, usage. <clears throat> but I think the I think I think the running game is going to be pretty good in, in New York. In, uh, New York. 
Yeah, I mean the yeah, Bruce Hall definitely just had a training camp there. Like once he finally gets like ramped up, like it'll be even split and then towards the end of the season it'll be like sixty forty or maybe even like sixty five thirty five. It's looking like a very accurate prediction. Yeah. I still think he was a little overvalued where he was drafted, but well, because people weren't paying attention, they they weren't seeing that Michael Carter was still going to be a big part of that offense early on. So that's what happens. People get uh, you know really bright eyed for these young rookies. Anyways, I'm I'm in the uh, unenviable spot of the Jet fan as being cautiously optimistic. So it's all going to cr- come crashing down eventually. Yeah, I, I mean, look, I get it. I get it. It's it's uh, you've been burned so many times by your by your team that it's very hard to. Uh, yeah, I'm abused. Be gung ho about it. Yeah. Um, I got one that I've. Uh, it's funny actually. I was in a league where someone actually dropped him week one, and I actually got him. And I, for the dropping him week one was stupid. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what this person was thinking. Maybe they had, maybe they're like no Shadamish shit. They saw things in the future that just wasn't going to work out. But DK Metcalf, mm. uh, they that is just not an offense for him. I don't know. Gino's just not. It's just what is happening. Like Tyler Lockett had a gr- nice game. I'll say Tyler Lockett surprisingly good. It's kind of like this, the uh, reverse of what we thought was going to happen preseason. That DK would be able to fit in with no matter what, and Tyler Lockett is the one that would struggle. But it's the opposite. Yeah. So like, what do you do with Metcalf at this point? Like, are you trying to just trade him before the value gets too low? Or are you trying to hold on, hoping that maybe they change the offense for a guy they just gave a shit ton of money to? Like they gave him a lot of fucking money. Yeah, to I mean, not you probably drafted him what as as your wide receiver too. Most likely, right? If I mean, it could be wide receiver three, depending. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm always cautious about this, just because guys with pedigree, like you always. They have it for a reason. Like with all the skills, like they're ranked that highly for a reason. If someone offered you AJ Dillon for DK Metcalf, are you taking it? Ooh, that's a good one. And honestly, me, I think I take AJ. Dillon. I would take AJ Dillon mainly because running backs are a hotter commodity, are like a, a yeah. tighter commodity. And two, even with the shit game that AJ Dillon had, I still think there's going to be more like on and offs. For AJ Dillon, like where he'll be like uh, mediocre, and then a really solid game. Whereas I don't trust Geno Smith getting DK Metcalf the ball. Like that, well, that, that offense just doesn't work well for him. It, how many people can it really support that offense? I, honestly, it can't support much because I mean, like Rashad, Pen- Rashad Penny can. They, they gave him like six carries or some shit. Yeah, like, no, Travis Homer fucking. What the what is what's going on though with that team? Rashad Penny was electric at the end of last year. He had the most rushing yards in the past, last like six games of the season last year, and they they give nothing, nothing is going on with Seattle. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Homer Walker Penny, it's like way too much. I mean, I'm yeah, I might be selling that. <laughs> Yeah, that whole Seahawks offense—that's that, a really tough situation. Yeah, I, I, if I could, if I could sell Metcalf for someone like AJ Dillon, um, I would one hundred percent do it because I don't, yeah, I don't know if I trust, know if I trust Lockett to keep this up. I have to see it for another couple of weeks. This, this offense was—it was. I mean, everyone watched Week One and thought the Seahawks were going to be a better team than they were. I think the Broncos just aren't that good of a team. 
and that the Seattle played just way over their heads week one, and they are really a under average team that can't support two wide receivers. And Metcalf is looks like I think going to be the odd man out when it comes. To, I don't think Metcalf's going to finish with 800 receiving yards this year. That'd be pretty. That'd be pretty rough for him. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be real bad. Um, uh, you got you got a I got a few more. Yeah, I got a couple more. Uh, let's go. Since you went with a, a high profile guy, I'll go with another high profile guy. Derrick Henry. Hmm. He was on my list too. Yeah. Oh, what okay. a, wow. What a hit a touchdown. But besides that, he well, looked. It's ugh. the touchdown that saved him. Thirteen rush attempts, twenty five yards. That's the worst game he's had had in a long time. It had to be. Tw- yeah, twenty one rush attempts, eighty two rush yards against the Giants' weak run. No touchdowns, one target only. So yeah. not only is he not getting yards, he's not even getting tar- targets. So even PPR, it's even less valuable. Yeah, he was he was never a big target guy, but last year before the injury was receiving more. You know, definitely getting more looks in the in the. I mean, the more than game. He was getting at least a handful. I will. I am willing. To throw out this game because Buffalo looks so effing good these first two weeks, yeah. That I'm willing to let it slide to see what. I mean, I would I would totally buy low on him right now if people are really nervous. Um, they get the Raiders at home this week. I think mm-hmm. this could be a game where Derrick Henry just goes nuts, absolutely goes off himself, like runs for like 160 yards. And like two touchdowns and gets back into it because Tennessee needs that's what they need. Tennessee needs to control the clock. They can't just be throwing the ball. They you know the, they need they need more uh, more of him. But it's tough. Even but, yeah, say so even when they were I mean when they were really good last year, that's what they did. They they weren't a real high scoring team. They would just pound you to death. Yeah, and that's what they need to get back to. I think they could do it versus the Raiders. The Raiders are going to end up zero three. A uh, team that uh, a lot of people were thinking had an opportunity mm. to to really Never make waves in the Raiders. A lot of people had ideas of them making waves in the West and be, possibly being the team. But uh, you know, yes. with Devontae Adams and they picked up some decent you know players on defense. So like Devontae Devont- Adams, twelve yards. Yeah. What? What? Wow. What a complete. Uh, one eighty from uh, week one where he had like a thousand targets and a bunch of receptions. Um, and a touchdown to invisible versus the uh, the Cardinals, but getting back, I think uh, Derrick Henry. If someone is really low on him after these first two couple weeks, I would I would go hard again. Running backs are hard to come by in this league, uh, and for fantasy. So if you could if you could snatch one of the best, I would do it. I would. I, I think there are better times for Derrick Henry. I don't think he's going to get back. He's not even. He's not even close to the two thousand yard rusher that he was. But thirteen hundred yards, fourteen hundred yards. I could see it happening. He. I mean, he is. At least I brought this up during our rankings. He's at the age twenty seven or twenty eight. Where that's it. That's it. Now that's the cutoff. It's not thirty anymore. It's twenty eight. I was or just. 27. I was just talking about that with some coworkers too. Like how it used to be thirty, and now yeah, it's just getting younger and younger and. People are not investing in running backs as much anymore because they know that if someone's not that great, you just have a backup who sort of is just as good, you know, the Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard type deal, you know, like 
That's, Dalvin Cook. That's it. Dalvin Cook. Oh, God. Is it too early to have that conversation? Well, he was on my buy sell. I, I think Dalvin Cook still has the opportunity. I think I times are going to get better for for uh, for Minnesota. They get Detroit this week, so there's a there's a get right game right there. There's there's a pure offensive get right game. Detroit is frisky though. No, look, I, I was all in on the, the 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 Lions offensive players, right? I was talking about. Yeah. I was all in on the playmakers, and I wasn't wrong right now. I'm all in. But You're the, extremely right. But that defense, um, not that great. Although they're they're uh, what's the 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 rookie Hutchinson, but the yeah, looks fucking ridiculous. Awesome. Yeah, looks yeah. looks, looks every, half, yeah. should have been the number one overall pick. Whatever. That's another that's another discussion, but. I still think that the defense is, a, you know, the at best as as a whole, and the Vikings didn't get on it. Dalvin Cook's gonna have a great game, so I would. Uh, I'm still like iffy on Cook for the rest of the season. I don't know if I want to buy him. I don't know if I want to sell him. But uh, I think if you have him, maybe just stand pat. You're definitely gonna get a good game out of him this week. And if he goes fucking off, maybe that maybe. Fuck, you know what the problem is? There's no running backs. Who the fuck no. are you trading? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, buy the running back. I'd buy all the running back. Buy every single fucking running back. Like, top-tier yeah. running back. It's crazy. The, uh, for the uh, Lions playmakers that were obviously buying, this, uh, this trade was a uh, question to me on Twitter as uh, Aaron Judge comes up again. Aaron Judge. Um, all right, we got... He was offered Kyler Murray, Cooper yep. Cup, and David Montgomery for his Tom Brady, Amon Ross St. Brown, and Saquon Barkley. What kind of leagues where they just blockbuster trade like this after like a week, two weeks? This was like after uh, week two, right? This was yeah. This was Monday. Who just blockbusters? Like who? Like that kind of shit? Like that's like anxiety. Like looking at trades like that. I th- yeah, I thought about that one long and hard. I said, keep your side, because his side is the is the Cooper Cup, Kyler Murray one, right? Or his side is no, Tom Brady. His side is um, uh, Brady, Amon Ra, and Barkley. Because as weird as to say, Amon Ra is not going to be that far down below Cooper Cup, and it's just David Montgomery is so shitty that I don't want any part of him where he would. Well, what do we feel about Tom Brady? Like, two weeks in, and he has, what, one or two touchdowns? Dude's going through a divorce. Just like a, gotta let him, let him get over it and a little bit. week three is not gonna get much better, but I think you're right. I'm not saying that I'm on... Man, that's so crazy to think. I'm on Ross St. Brown is not gonna be close to Cooper Cup, but the volume is gonna be there, and Jared Goff is looking pretty decent, and I think they have a connection together that they're going to be... And Amon Ross St. Brown's going to be another one of those guys who gets a lot of rushing yards, I think. They're going to they're gonna find ways to get him to run the ball as well. And you're right. I think mm-hmm. when it comes to Saquon Barkley over David Montgomery, there's going to be a point where Montgomery's not, not the starter on that team. Yeah, there's a bigger gap. And, bigger gap for that. And anyone... I, I was... What was I? I was listening to the game and they were talking about Montgomery and how good of a playmaker he is. And I'm like... What are you watching? Like, the only reason why he had a lot of yards, like in in last week's game, is because they were just letting him run. They were letting him run it, like because they weren't, they couldn't throw down the down the field. 
but Fields had like 80 pass yards or some shit. Like, they were just letting you get a little bit of runs because they knew you weren't doing anything else. Like, he's not a good he's not a good player. <laughs> Herbert is going to take yep. over at, the, at some point. He should. But yeah, I think I would take that side. I think Brady will get better as the season goes on. Amon Ra is going to be like a top five to eight wide receiver. And Barkley is going to be far and away better than Montgomery. So yeah, I would, I would, I would take that side. All right. Uh, you have any more, guys? I do. I have a couple we can roll through real quick. Um, people are worried about Austin Eckler. Um, I say, I'm worried about Austin Eckler. I say hold tight. I mean, obviously. He's not time to panic about him. Not time to panic. He's a dual threat. I, I know he's losing some carries. He's losing a lot of carries at the goal line, but that offense is going to continue to roll. He's going to s- slowly get into it. He gets Jaguars this week. I know they just shut up the Colts. The Colts suck right now, so don't even worry about the Jaguars. He's going to have a bounce-back game. I'm, I'm enjoying Eckler. Hold on to him, and if you can get him on the cheap, someone who's worried, go get him. Any running back, high top-tier running back who people are worried about and are willing to sell 60, 70 cents on the dollar, go for them. Get him. Henry, Eckler, Cook, get him. Um, I also have uh, I have CD Lamb, Darnell mm. Mooney, and Cole Komet. Are I'll, I'll do the last three because like, Kamara is another one. Buy Kamara, buy him, buy him, buy him low. He's coming sell, back. He'll be fine. Sell the Bears, and what was the first guy you said? CD Lamb. Ah, CD Lamb. I mean, he looked decent with Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush like looked passable at he, least. So it's not like. He's uh, fucking he Nathan Peterman out there. He liked his like uh, his uh, I don't want to say his, like his uh, not pa- uh, practice squad boy, but the guy he does like he runs with the the, the second team or like whatever. Like, Nino like, Brown. Yeah, like they like they have like a connection. Like mm-hmm. Michael Gallup might be coming back. Uh, I mean, I feel like if I could sell CD Lamb and like package him with someone and get like get myself like a like an Austin Eckler or like a. You know, something like that. I think I would try and work it. I don't. I don't know how I feel. I we talked about it last week. Is C. Lamb really a number one wide receiver? Like, he might need a number no, one I wide mean, receiver. He's gonna be a good mid wide receiver, wide receiver too. But you just have to recalibrate your expectations for him going into the season now, which sucks. But I just I worry about him. I I, I really do. I don't know, wide receivers are worrying me way more, like, I guess because there's so many other ones out there that can just take their place at this point because there's so many, you know, good ones coming through. But I guess, you know, temper your expectations. They are playing the Giants this week. So, but... If, if you can't do it this week, then a little bit of a problem. It's it's going to be tough because Dak's not going to be back for another three, four weeks. So... Yeah. Um... All right, I, I have a, a couple more as well. Bring them. Uh, uh, you good? All right. I have a, I just have a couple more as well. Uh, Christian Kirk, obviously, he's getting a uh, – he's got a lot of targets, a lot of air yards, obviously keeping him – I'm buying him for the rest of the season. Dotson, I don't know. Another commies thing. No, nah, but he's a you know look. Rookies are always going to be up and down. Um, I he's going to be a guy who's going to be great certain games and frustrate you the other as it goes forward. And I think you're going to see the same as someone like Drake London. I think honestly Drake London might be your rookie of the offensive rookie of the year. 
but I think I trust. I mean, I trust Drake London more than Dotson. I do too. I think because well, he's going to be the main target in Atlanta, um, whereas yeah, Washington he gets a lot of the uh, what, what what's the new stat now? Like percentage of air yards or whatever, like it, attempted. Yeah, there's always he, new. he's got like he's got like forty percent of them or something from the Falcons. And he's also a big dude. He's like the new Julio Jones in that offense, like a big fucking dude, and. Uh, you know, I think Dotson's going to have a lot more competition to, uh, you know, to deal with when it comes to, you know, receptions and targets. So, I think he's going to be a little more frustrating as a as a rookie wide receiver. But he's going to he he has the skills, and he's definitely a good flex play. Uh, you know, when needed, going going forward. Uh, yeah. And speaking of one high uh, guy that we ranked high. That might just be a flex play going forward. DJ Moore. Mm-hmm. Not gelling with Baker or Mayfield. I mean, he had a touchdown that saved his week it did. last week. But he has he's only gotten like forty yards the first two weeks. It's... After being a very high target, high catch, uh, high yard after catch guy. It's really upsetting. Um they Matt Rule has to do something because that offense looks just putrid and they have two of the best offensive players, like, you know, like, between DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey, and, like... Christian McCaffrey can catch the ball, Matt Rule. I don't know if you know this. I don't, this is your third year as, as coach, and you've shown signs at the end of your first season that your team was going to, you know, move forward, and it just, it's been stagnant. All last year, stagnant. I, I know McCaffrey was hurt, but I don't give a shit. Like... You need to do something, and you have one of the best players in the NFL who's healthy right now, not doing what he needs to be doing, and you have DJ Moore who should be making strides to being a top ten, mm-hmm. top twelve wide receiver in this league, based on what he has produced in his first few years, and you're not letting it happen. I, I know, I, I just don't. I, I, all the Baker Mayfield people who thought he was going to do something to this offense, I, I don't. I never saw it. I don't know what they saw in him. So it, it's really frustrating. I'm still sticking with DJ Moore, though, because I feel like he's done it with shitty quarterbacks. Why can't he do it with this shitty quarterback? You know? Like, who has he really had? Like a shitty Cam? Like, he never really had a, a solid quarterback. Get him out of Get him out of Carolina, actually. Just fucking get him I out mean, of here. Get so him to a better pleased. team. Get him, get him to Green Bay. Right? Get him to Aaron Rodgers, who needs a wide receiver. That makes sense, but I'm still holding tight on DJ Moore. Scored a touchdown last week, so who do they play this week? They are against New Orleans. That's not great. That's not a great matchup at all, but honestly, I'm still sticking with DJ Moore. I think the talent's there. Holding tight. Anyone else you got? Yeah, that's it. All right. Like I said before, Alvin Kamara missed week two. No, Nothing in week one. I like him going forward. He's a player I really, really target because if the Saints want to have a chance of winning anything going forward, they need to get Kamara really, really involved because they can't. Like, they I don't think they could rely on Winston to throw forty passes a game, thirty-five passes a game, whatever. They need to get Kamara involved. So I like Kamara going forward. That's a good buy low. All right, let's go into uh, into week three games. Uh, of course. Five of the best games. Uh, first, 
<laughs> all, all, all have implications on John's uh, fantasy rosters. Yeah. All right, let's go um, first Bills at Dolphins. Just two high-powered offenses. Uh, this is going to be the real test for Tua if he's actually good or if he's just, you know, got lucky in one quarter. Yeah, I mean, look, he, not just one quarter. I mean, like, they could be 2-0. and oh. He didn't play terrible versus the, the Patriots week one. Mm-hmm. Um, not great, though. But this this is this is absolutely the test. The Bills have looked everything like the 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 Super Bowl championship team that everyone's expecting them to be. Um, yeah, this this uh, this is it. I mean, you have three premier players or two two premier wide receivers. You know, Tyreek Hill and, and Jalen Waddle, who have been producing, um, who are going up against a defense that you know made everyone look like trash except for Cooper Cup because you know mm-hmm. Matt Stafford only has eyes for him. Um, so this is a big test. I mean, obviously you're not sitting them, uh, but yeah, Tua obviously you're not playing him. He's not. You're, I, I, you're not playing no. Tua. Like, there's no way. But not what Buffalo any, has done to to, to Stafford and Tannehill. Right? Any uh, Dolphins running backs? No, 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 no. no. If Derrick Henry got twenty something yards, there's no way I'm playing Chase Edmonds. <laughs> I like Chase Evans, but not not versus the mm-hmm. Bills. The I mean the Bills defense. I, I'm just playing, you know, Diggs. Obviously, looks like the best wide receiver right now. Um, so it's just Josh Allen and Diggs, and I'm not playing any Buffalo running back. Um, Singletary, nothing. Yeah, no. Zach Moss, no, not playing. Uh, none of them. Yeah, for the Bills running backs, it's kind of what everyone feared came true. Yeah, you can't trust any of them right now. So. And of course, people want to play Gabe Davis. Go for it if he's healthy. Yeah, I told uh, you. All right, let's go into the next game: Lions at the Vikings. Not Monday Night Football, so Vikings should be much better. I think this is going to be the shootout of the week. It's actually a very good guess for it, right? Because Vikings defense looked like shit. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong; like they got to Hurts a few times. Like Hunter yeah, was but- Hunter was able to Hunter was in that backfield a good amount. Um, and they made some decent plays on defense. They got them, and then Kirk Cousins just threw interceptions. Like, yeah. <laughs> they couldn't do anything on offense. Um, but Detroit's offense, I think, is good enough that even if Minnesota's defense is, you know, middle of the pack, they'll still put up points. So, and I don't, again, like I mentioned before, De- Detroit's defense isn't that good. So Minnesota, I think, is going to be pissed off, and I think they're just going to just fucking air it out to Justin Jefferson and, uh, and I think Dalvin Cook's going to have a decent game this week, too. So, uh, I'm playing... I think Cousins has a comeback week. I think Cousins mm-hmm. is, a good, is a good, you know, quarterback if you if you have some injuries or, you know, let's say you had Trey Lance, right? Maybe Kirk Cousins is your fill-in. Um, Justin Jefferson is going off. What do you think about Thielen? Looked like... Thielen's done, it's, right? He didn't even get... Well, he didn't even get looked at. Like... He's done. Like he's done as a fantasy. Like you can't play. Is it him, right? just like is? It, oh, done as a fantasy guy. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Like, Until he proves otherwise, for sure. Like there were people drafting him like as like a wide receiver three flex. Like like it was like not good. Like so he he's just and you know he was a guy like red zone target getting a lot of touchdown love. I I just don't think I just don't see it happening anymore. I think he's yeah. It's just put him on the bench until he proves otherwise. 
Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty much done. Um, and just uh, keep your eyes on uh, Swift. See how that how that ankle is. Yeah, I mean he looks electric I mean, when he has the ball. Yeah, I mean their offensive line is phenomenal. So both him and Williams get like three and a, three and a half yards before they they're touched. Yeah, that that's a that's a good situation to have. Um, even like you know people who were thinking that like maybe like Ramondre Stevenson or someone maybe like a, like even like a JD McKissick who's not too terrible, but like Jamal Williams is like getting goal line carries and getting more work and the, yeah, he's a lot more involved than I thought he would be. Way more involved, um, and you probably got him at a great price, and I think he's worth playing considering how bad the running back situation is uh people especially in like 12 14 team leagues man you are might be desperate for a running back three or running back two even um depending on how you drafted uh one question i have irv smith um saw a lot he saw a decent amount of targets and dropped a surefire touchdown so he already had a touchdown and then dropped a surefire i mean right in the fucking hands Kirk Cousins couldn't have thrown any better um, I think he's worth. I think he's worth consideration to be for playing. Um, he, yeah, I mean he's a good flex option. It's I, he needs to get away from Randy Moss's eighty-four. He needs to pick a different number. I mean, yeah, he shouldn't be allowed to wear that number. But um, also, the tight end situation is bad, right? Like, so very bad. Again, having three, four catches for sixty yards—that's you know PBR ten points. You you you. Know, you Double digit out of a tight end if you don't have Kelsey or uh, Andrews is fucking good. Yeah, you're thinking I'm set with tight ends. So, <laughs> um, on the other side, uh, I'm on Rob. What about, uh, Chark put up a fucking goose egg after having a decent game week one. Yeah. Uh, Hawkinson, whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, it's, it's your two running backs and. And Amon Ra. Amon Ra and Hawkinson. That's it. That but Detroit man, that offense looking good. I would love to see them. I would love to see them compete for the uh, NFC North. Would love it. Yeah, definitely be nice little change of pace. It's not the. It's not going to be the Bears. So <laughs> not. the Vikings, Lions, and the uh, and the Packers. Um, all right, let's go on to the Jaguars at the Chargers. Wait, <laughs> What? Well, you just actually you're staring at me, waiting for me to say something because it was a Jaguars. Uh, no, uh, no. Uh, I mean, James Robinson is every week you got to play him, except this week. Chargers defense looks legit, so I don't know. If, I don't know if I'd play him this week if you if you can help it. Like I think I, I think I'm playing Josh Jacobs over him. Wow, Jacobs over. Over Robinson. All right. Um, ETN, would you play him? Nah. See, I think I'd still play. I think they're going to try and get him more involved in the offense, especially in the passing game. I think they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna force it to happen. And I, I honestly see him as a flex player, um, not as an RB2 as I thought he would be. Um, but James Robinson, not. Eh. The, the Chargers defense is good. But you think Josh Jacobs is worthy of versus Tennessee? Yeah, I, so. I guess that's close. I mean, Jacobs has gotten in PPR. It's like eight and nine, so you know what you're getting. This is what we said in the preseason too. You know what you're getting with him. 
I know. I guess. I guess that's true. I guess. I guess it's it's close. But I think yeah, you're right. Jacobs over uh, over Robinson, and I. But I. I think I still. I think I still like Etn and Chark. Uh, not Chark. I was gonna. Why Chark? Um, Christian Kirk. Kirk is a a solid play. I mean, man, he is worth the. It seems like he's worth the money they paid him. So you know, good for them. They got getting a lot of production. Yeah. Who's laughing now? Uh, Kirk, uh, Kirk Cousins, uh, Christian Kirk, all the way to the bank. Um, yeah, I think bet- besides Etienne and Kirk, I think a, in deeper leagues, Evan Ingram is actually a decent a tight end play, which is sad to those, say. I know those, Bri- those words should not go together. I know Brian's not here, so I'm allowed to say it. Um, but I don't think he's that bad of a play this week. Um, and on the other side, Gerald Everett might be a top five, top six tight end. Um, we all know somehow the Chargers just love to find their tight end, and uh, so yeah, I like him. Eckler, I hope Keenan out. If Allen's back, play him. And if Allen's back, then Williams goes back to being mediocre. Um, he had his phenomenal week. Everyone enjoy it. You're gonna have those very very low lows for Mike Williams as well. Mm-hmm. And what do you think about Herbert with that fractured rib cartilage? That sounds fucking painful just saying it. It sounds extremely painful, <laughs> but obviously if he's playing, you're playing him. Yeah, he'll wear some sort of like protective like you know Kevlar. gear, something. Yeah. But it's gonna hurt, and you're gonna see him wince a lot. But I don't think they're gonna take him out uh, unless it really, really fucking like gets real bad. I mean, this is also I just I saw that this is the same doctor that Tyrod T- Taylor is suing because he punctured his lung, giving him an injection. Well, yeah, I mean, they did that so they can get Herbert in, obviously. So, like, yeah, I'm just it, saying. They're not trying be to careful get, with the doctor. They're not trying to get Chase Daniel in. Like, no, Chase Daniel doesn't want to go in. Like, he just wants to get paid the $42 million that he's made so far in his yeah. career and never throw any passes. Um, yeah, he, he handed the ball off yesterday and was like, or last weekend. It's like, you know, that's a good day of work. Herbert, you can go back he's in. He's like, I'm done. I made my millions. Um, I, I, do, I do like Herbert this week regardless, so you got to play him. As long as he's playing, you're playing him. Just take the fucking chance. Take the risk. Go with it. Um, and Lawrence, no. <laughs> not not this week, but he seems like he's going to be a lot better this year. I do. I, I agree. Um, although after a 24 nothing win after the Colts, I think they're due for a big letdown. So if I have the Chargers defense, I think I might play the Chargers defense this week. Especially at home. Even though Yeah, I mean, the- if you have the Chargers defense, they have a nice... Uh, Nice little stretch coming up. The oh. uh, next game, Packers at the Bucks. Oh yeah. Uh, the total for this is only forty-one and a half, which is one of the lowest. Is that due to there being per- three NFL wide receivers playing? Yeah. <laughs> only. Uh, yeah, that's that that's really low. That's insanely. I mean, I know the the Bucks defense has looked really effing good, right? What they've given mm-hmm. up three to the Saints and how many to the was it three to the? It was three to the Cowboys too, right? Or oh, ten to the Saints. Mm. Ten to the Saints, three to the Cowboys. So, so yeah, thirteen points Maybe. in two games. Like, it's crazy. That's really good. Um, Devin White looks ridiculous. Um, they're just getting to. I, honestly, I think. I know it's crazy to say, like, oh, you shouldn't play against like, defenses against Rodgers. You play the Bucks defense. The Bucks defense is going to get to Rodgers. He's going to be really upset. That offensive line doesn't look great. Um, 
So I really like them. I really dislike Aaron Jones this week. Um, dropping him low. Dropping Dylan low. Dropping pretty much everyone on Green Bay. Like, I don't like anyone on Green Bay this week. Like, mm-hmm. Are you playing Rodgers? Probably. You don't have a better option. Um, if I had Kirk, I mean, Cu- if I had Kirk Cousins league, and Rodgers, I'm playing Kirk Cousins. In one, in one league, I have Trevor Lawrence and Aaron Rodgers. So that's going to be a tough choice. I think I'd play Aaron Rodgers at that point. Yeah. Um, Probably. But if I had Kirk Cousins and Aaron Rodgers, I'm playing Kirk Cousins. After that big shit, you know, shit stain of a Monday Night Football game, he's going to come back and he's going to have a better game than Aaron Rodgers this week. Three touchdowns easily for Kirk for Cousins. But uh, on Tampa Bay side, I honestly, if whichever wide receiver lines up as wide receiver one, I'm playing. So, like, if it's Julio, if it's uh, Brashad Perryman, if it's Russell Gay, whoever, whoever steps in and plays the number one wide receiver role for, for them, I'm playing. And I actually, I love Leonard Fournette this week. Good. He's come up, he's, he's literally came to his fantasy owners and said he's sorry for not scoring any touchdowns week one and two and that his touchdowns will be coming. So, I mean, he's looked good. He's looked powerful. It's no, just, I, no. Sense. Yeah, no, no. Like, I mean, New Orleans is a tough run defense, so it was, you know, it's understandable to not have a great game. But he looked fantastic versus the Cowboys, and he made a promise to his fantasy owner that touchdowns are coming. So, all, all right, in. On I will hold that promise as a solemn pact. All in on Fournette. All right, and then we talked about a bunch of these people, but let's go Eagles at Commanders for a final game. Commanders, what a terrible, um, terrible. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Eagles looked about as good as you could look um, against Vikings. They own the Vikings uh, at nighttime in Philadelphia. The crowd rattles Kirk Cousins. Um, I mean, Devontae Smith got at least a little bit involved. No, finally. got decently involved, actually. Yeah. But- so, I mean, I think, I mean, we definitely overreacted to week one, his week one goose egg. I think he's going to be fine, probably a low two. Like decent three. Yeah, I mean you're gonna have the like AJ Brown's gonna be the more consistent wide receiver on that offense. Um, Devonta Smith is gonna be you know have some really nice games, but also have some like mediocres. Uh, yeah, this is gonna be. I think this should be a good game for them. I mean, I do hate the Washington field. Um, not you know, no one likes the field over mm-hmm. in Washington, but uh, Hertz is gonna Hertz is gonna go off again. Um, I like Smith as a. You know, like I said, wide receiver three. Did Brown should step up? I think uh, get more targets this week. What do you think about the run game? Um, Sanders had a lot of opportunities last week, um, but you know, with Boston, that's all that we can ask for. I, it it is, but it's still it's still not enough. Um, they, I mean, they definitely gave a lot to Gainwell and uh, Boston Scott. Um, Boston Scott especially like looked had a few. Real nice looking runs where he got like 12, 15 yards before he was able to get be brought down. Yeah, so I mean, look, um, Sanders had seventeen carries. Like they gave him a decent amount of of carries, but you know, and yeah. Bo- and Boston Scott had four. Gamewell had two. So it's like Gamewell had one reception. Miles Sanders had three, and Boston Scott had one. So like, I don't think it's enough in the family. I mean, Jalen Hurts had eleven carries as well. So that's what's hurting him the most. Yeah, he was real greedy. So, that, but that's what's hurting him the most is the Jalen Hurts. Uh, so, honestly, Miles Sanders, I think, is a in this game is an RB two. I think he has the opportunity again. 
P is one of the, the best running backs in the league when it comes to yards per carry. So, like, if you give him 17 carries versus a mediocre defense, I think he could do something with it. You know, he can get you 100-plus yards. The question is, will he get the ball when, you know, at the goal line, or will Jalen Hurts keep it? It's just a crapshoot at that point. So, and I think we know the answer to that question. Well, week one, it, you know, he gave it to three running backs. Each, one time, he, he, one no, time. He, but each running back had a had a had uh, the had a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. So he wasn't that greedy in week one. So like it's like I said, it's a crapshoot at that point. You know, so you got to hope it's early in the game because if it's late in the game, it's not going to him. It's going to Gainwell or Scott. But I like I like uh, Miles Sanders in RB two this week. I I have faith in my, our boy Miles Sanders this week. There we go. On the other end, um, on the other end, though, what's up with mm-hmm. Washington? Are we feeling? Uh, we feeling? A little... I'm not really. I'm not really feeling it at all. Obviously, like I guess, obviously, you're gonna play McLaurin just because you probably draft him as a high end wide receiver too. But it's tough to really trust anyone else on that team against the Eagles. I mean, yeah, um, Darius Slay looked ridiculous. Shut down uh, um, Justin Jefferson. Uh, so I'm assuming he's probably going to be on McLaurin. That might free up Samuel a little bit, but the the rest of the defensive backs look good on uh, on Philadelphia. So I'm not too uh, like high on any of them. If anything, I think mm-hmm. McKissick seven receptions last week. Maybe yeah. maybe back to uh, Dump City. You know. So if I if I'm high on any or. If I like any play this week in Washington, it's probably probably McKissick, not Gibson. I think the the running game is going to get shut down. If Dalvin Cook got shut down, I'm sorry, Gibson's getting shut down. So I think if there's any yards to be had, it's going to be through Dump City for uh, for McKissick. That's very fair. I, I mean, I, I agree with that. I mean, it's McLaurin. And then if you're desperate, if you have a couple injuries or whatever already, go McKissick. Go McKissick, baby. That's what I'm saying. So, all right. That's our that's our fifth and final game. Yeah. So, after we finish all those awesome games, it is now time for our favorite segment. It's the boys of the week. There we go. Finally got on the phone. Finally can hear hear the song myself. I know it's been uh, it's not as fun when you have to splice it in. Instead of listening to it right on the fly, yeah, because I don't, I don't get to, I don't get to dance to it in my seat, in my little seat. Uh, so last week, I'm gonna say I won. Whoa, because... whoa! I had Dorch, Dorch with a touchdown. Okay, well I had <laughs> uh, Michael Carter and Olamides Zacchaeus. I don't know. It doesn't and sound you... doesn't sound like Dorch to me. Well, Zacchaeus had a touchdown in a bunch of yards. Carter was good. You also. Had Donovan Peoples Jones and Christian Watson. Yeah, sounds like George did it all. Yeah. Brian was last. Uh, no, these guys did good. All right, so uh, <laughs> let's see. My first boy is going to be. He's going to be a, a dumper, a dumper boy. I'm going Jarek McKinnon at Indianapolis. Um, great offense. Indy stinks. I feel like there's a. Solid chance for a bunch of dumpers from McKinnon. So I'm going uh, four catches for 50 yards and a touchdown. Oh, well, then I'm going to keep it going with dumpers, and I'm going to go with our boy we just talked about, J.D. McKissick. And I'm going to say he's going to 
surpass his seven receptions of last week and get with eight receptions, and he's going to find the end zone. Uh, he's going to steal some touchdowns away from uh, the other receivers and Antonio Gibson. So I think Washington is going to score maybe 13, 14 points this game. Um, but I think he's going he's gonna to be one of those uh, lucky recipients. It's all, all J.D. McKissick. Dumper City. That's what D.C. stands for, if people don't know. It's Dump City. Okay. Uh, my second boy of the week will be um, Bob Woods versus the Raiders. Oh, it's a, hopefully it's a Bob Woods week. Hopefully it's a Bob Woods week. Uh, obviously, they had a tough time against the Bills. Much easier opponent. Um, and I think Bob Woods gets a uh, very solid game. He gets like seven catches, 90 yards, and a touchdown. I like it. You know, people understand Bob Woods coming back from like an injury, like a very bad injury that made him miss most of last year. Um, yeah. So, you know. I was devastated when he got hurt because he was, he was a borderline RB1, he, uh, wide receiver one. He was like, I think he was like 15 or 16 or something like that. He was very high. John, we were all devastated. As Bob Woods fans, we were all devastated. And, we're, you know, like I said, it's going to take time. But by the end of the year, I think he's going to be closing in a, you know, back-end wide receiver two category. I have a feeling yeah. because we love Bob Woods. So, yeah, much better matchup. I like it. All right, I'm going. I'm going to give him a chance. I'm going to give him one more chance. And it's Cole Komet. Mm. He has zero catches through two weeks. He has double bageled for a guy who people had rising up the tight end board, possibly making it into, like, you know, solid TE1 status. Mm-hmm. Zero catches. That changes this week. <laughs> it can't get any worse. What I'm thinking is, I'm going to think he's going to do the uh, the O.J. Howard thing, and he's going to get two catches for two touchdowns. Going Cole Komet, going nuts. And people are going to be infuriated because everyone who played him first two weeks, everyone, no one's playing him this week. And this is when he's going to go off. So, really infuriate you, Cole Komet. All right. Hmm. Tough choice for my boys. All right, I'll go uh, Damian Pierce at Chicago. Week one. <laughs> week one. Um, didn't do that well. Didn't get that many carries. Rex Burkhead was, for some reason, getting all the carries. Ramped it up week two. I think he's a full go this week. Um, Chicago, obviously, not very good. I think the Texans have a chance to, you know, really pound them into the ground. So, going uh, Damian Pierce gets his first touchdown and, like, 75 yards. Pound into the ground. All right. My last boy. Uh, do I want to do this? Do I want to do this? All right, I'm going to do it. Why not? He had four catches and he had a touchdown last week. Maybe it is time for him to get back into it versus probably the best defense in the league. But I'm going Mike Gizeki. Gonna mm. The, the Tyreek Hill and Waddle are going to be bottled up. They're not going to be able to catch the ball. Edmonds is going to be bottled up. So what are they going to do? They're going to play the middle of the field, and that is where Jazeki is going to find most of his work. He's going to find himself five catches for about 75 yards, making a decent day for a tight end that gets you 12 and a half points. Can't do too much with you know. Can't 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 hate that for a tight end at this point in the season. So you know, if we're railing on tight ends this entire episode, you went with two. I was actually going to go with three. I was really going to. I was going to load up on. A, I actually I really wanted to go with Dorch again. 
just because I like saying Dorch. I was going to say, I can't believe you didn't go Dorch. I was I, saving him. For I was going to double Dorch. Um, but, uh, and I think Brondell Moore is not going to be playing. So, uh, we didn't, you know, we didn't really go over the Arizona uh, Rams game. But I don't think Brondell Moore is going to be playing again. We're going to be doesn't. I think it's another decent game for Dorch. So, Dorch City. Dorch City. Du- double Dorch bus. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, um, that is week two in the books for fan, uh, for NFL. It feels like it just started. It's going to go so quick this year. Um, well, anyway, you can find us at Fantasy underscore Lens on Twitter where we are answering all your fantasy football-related questions. Uh, you can find this podcast anywhere podcasts are available. Apple, Spotify, and Google. We're at Amazon, whatever the hell it is now. You just search for Fantasy Lens and you'll find know. us. Um, and with that, we will be back next week. We are Fantasy Lens. See you later.